0: Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten Podcast Series. My name is Father Eric Lyles, and I will be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be strengthened for the Lenten journey. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Lord God, whose blessed Son, our Savior, gave his body to be whipped and his face to be spit upon, give us grace to accept joyfully the suffering of the present time, confident of the glory that shall be revealed. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark, beginning in the twelfth chapter. Verses 1 through 11. Then Jesus began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard, put a fence around it, dug a pit for the winepress, and built a watchtower, then leased it to tenants and went to another country. When the season came, he sent a slave to the tenants to collect from them his share of the produce of the vineyard. But they seized him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And again he sent another slave to them. This one they beat over the head and insulted. Then he sent another, and that one they killed. And so it was with many others, some they beat, and others they killed. He had still one other, a beloved son. Finally, he sent him to them, saying, They will respect my son." But those tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they seized him, killed him, and threw him out of the vineyard. What then will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. Have you not read this scripture? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is amazing in our eyes. The Word of the Lord. As we approach the end of our Lenten fast and prepare to enter into the tritium tomorrow, the three days of Jesus' Passion, we are met with the disturbing parable of the wicked tenants. There is power in this story. After all, stories communicate what we understand about God— And this story is a powerful warning to all who hear it. Right out of the gate, I want to dismiss the notion that this parable of Jesus means God has rejected Israel. Israel is God's lovingly planted vineyard and will continue to be so, even with new tenants. Time after time in the Old Testament, God is unable to completely reject Israel, his chosen people. God has promised that God will be faithful to Israel, even when Israel is unfaithful to God. Most of the warnings from the prophets about destruction and abandonment are used to hopefully help people get back on the right track. But there seems to be no room for repentance in this parable for those in Jesus' hearing. Instead of a rejection of Israel in light of Jesus' eventual death and resurrection— This parable helps to explain that God wants everyone in the vineyard. If Israel's purpose was to be a light to the world and draw all people into relationship with the living God, the walls that separate different people groups must be broken down. Those overseeing God's vineyard have failed to live into their charge, so a new world order must come to be. The idea that the temple and its religious political structure are to be replaced is indicated by the language of the stone that was rejected becoming the chief cornerstone. The foundation of the new world order is built upon Jesus, the Son, the one that has been rejected. And this foundation is sure, lasting into eternity, helping humanity to find its correct place and relationship with our Creator. This parable frightens me because one way to read this story is to see that you and I have been given charge over God's vineyard today are we giving to the owner that is God our first fruits what is due in response to the loving gifts that God has given to us are we also rejecting God's prophets among us today those calling us to take care of the soil the water the air so that God's vineyard might continue to thrive approaching these next 3 days we ritually remember and reenact Jesus' passion. I hope we will repent of all behavior that keeps us from living in right relationship with God, with our neighbors, and with this earth, our island home. I hope that by turning away from those things that keep us separated from God and each other, we will be renewed in our charge to be stewards of God's vineyard, of God's creation. Let us joyfully give to God what belongs to God, listening to those who speak God's words to us and be the people God is calling us to be. Amen. Let us pray together in the words that our Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by adversity, and in all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.